0: World, this is an NTO podcast production. I am Heat Chuck and this is where you want to be. At. <laughs> what you're about to hear is not a test. It's information given solely for entertainment purposes only. Now if you learn something new, kudos to you. If not, and you just like to hear me talk about random things, even better. With that said and out the way, let's have a good time and I welcome you to my world. This is Into Your Podcast. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this you are here? Yo, 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 what's happening? This your boy B. Chuck reporting live back for another Into Your Podcast. What it is, what it do. I'm good, how about you? And today we're going to get into another topic. Uh, Another topic that's very close to me. I can talk this shit all day Which is why this might end up being a two or three part series But I want to talk about my love for the 80s Damn it. I love the 80s. I was born in 85 best year ever. (laughs) I was born in May to be exact best month ever year and My love for the 80s stems from so many different things. And today we're only going to stick to one of those things. Even though one of those things actually branches off into another thing, we're going to talk music of the 80s, baby. Yes, music of the 80s. Man, I remember uh, my earliest memory of music was, number one, my mom had a tape. She had a tape from a singer uh she's kind of infamous at this point because of what happened with TLC but her name is Pebbles. Um I remember that tape. I know the song. <laughs> I'm not going to sing the song cuz I can't fucking sing, but anybody that know Pebbles know she was famous for that one damn song. And I know uh another memory that came back from that time period was when my dad uh he had a tape. It was from the group called Cameo and on that tape On one side, it had uh, Word Up, and the other side, I think it had Candy on it. And anybody who know uh, Cameo, y'all know them two songs. They got another song that hit hard too, but them was probably the two biggest songs that they had. And um, my brothers, like, at this time, we're talking back late 80s, early 90s. um, The only way to get certain songs if you did not possess... The record themselves was to record the songs when you heard them off the radio and you had to have a specific radio that was meant to do that. (laughs) And um, they would take the tapes and it was some kind of way you had. I think if I if I remember correctly, you had to rig the tape in order to be in order for it to be recorded over. Uh, But. Even if that wasn't the case, I know they ended up taking a lot of these tapes that my mom and my dad had laying around, and they would record certain songs off the radio. They would also dub tapes uh, from other tapes as well. And I know the radios that we had, um, the one radio that we had when we was little, uh, I think it had a microphone on that shit or something like that. So it was something. It was something made specifically for this type of shit. But yes, they would take the tapes and they recorded like some some shit from NWA over the tapes. Um, I know um, some of this shit might go over into the '90s as well, but I remember I remember seeing the Beastie Boys' um, "Licensed to Ill" album cover somewhere around the house. Um, I also remember Michael Jackson's "Thriller" album cover being somewhere around the house, but. I mean, hell, now I got an attic full of records right now from the 70s and the 80s right now. Even in my lounge, uh, the spot, you know, that's that's what, where I do some of my podcasts from. On one side of my wall, I got records up there. Most of those records actually come from the 80s and the 70s. But we're talking 80s today. So, um, but yes, my, my love for music has been, it's, it's, it's always been there. Um, I remember as a child riding around in the car with my mom hearing certain songs on the radio and they just made me feel good. They made me feel a certain kind of way. Um I, I I I can remember so many different songs, like uh like the song Rock Steady from the group called The Whispers. Um that group has been around forever. Um great they did they they've done some so much great music. Um I remember hearing Rocksteady on the radio. Um I re- I remember hearing um uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire a lot uh, growing up. Um, man, it's just it's it's so many different aspects of music. Man, even on my phone, I got I got a seventies and eighties playlist on my phone, and the, the playlist actually consists mostly of eighties music, but it's some seventies thrown in uh, somewhere too. And um, it's 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 something about that era of the eighties to me that I think is probably the best decade ever um, because it was the turn of it was it was a turn. I'm, I'm not going to say the turn of the century it definitely wasn't the turn of the century, uh, but it was a turning point in the world because we had so many different conflicts. We had um, technology advancements. We also had um, many different types of movies that were being made uh, with different technologies as well that were on the forefront. Uh, of what we see in movies today, as far as CGI and, and and things of that particular nature, but music itself, even with TV shows, like um, I remember hearing different types of music on certain TV shows growing up. Uh, from uh, watching like Two Two Seven, let's see, even on um, sometimes I think Sanford and Son even had a bunch of music that that was on the show when they would play certain shit or have certain artists on there because I know they had characters on the show that were uh, that were actually singers on that show as well. It's just it's just many different things that actually played into it. Um I one of my favorite movies uh that's actually uh is a I I call it a horror slash action movie uh is The Terminator. And uh in that movie there's a scene where uh Sarah Connor the lead character she's actually she went to a club called Technoir and um that 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 right there is a personification of what I see when it comes to the 80s. Like I love the name. I love the way the club looked. Um, now that, that don't get me wrong, there was a big separation between 80s black and eighties white. Um they did merge together a lot when it came in certain places. I know uh up in the in, in the 80s up in New York, they did things a little different when it came to uh b-boying and and um break dancing, um, uh did the music that they played. I mean, I can go I can go back and forth between the two. Uh, as far as music itself, um, I love music from the 80s, like, uh, let's say, uh, Rama. I love that song that they got, uh, Cruel Summer. On the other side of that, I love, of course, I love Michael Jackson. Anything he did in the 80s, it was just a smash hit. Um, it's, it's But, it's I mean, I love all of those musics as a whole. I don't separate the two of them. That's why my playlist on my phone is what it is. I need to update my playlist and add more to it. But it's hard to do that because it's only certain songs that crossed over into and to mainstream from black side or from overseas as well. Um, So yeah, I'm definitely gonna update my playlist as far as music. Um, But uh, some some of my favorites when it comes to the eighties. Oh man, like that's, who, Rick James. Damn it! You can't have an eighties playlist without Rick James. I don't give a damn what nobody say. Rick James has to be on that playlist. Um, it's it's a damn shame that people mostly know him for Super Freak, but the guy was a... He he was a genius songwriter and music... I'm going to say music god, because this man literally knew what he wanted. He wanted things to sound a certain way. He knew the look, and he created a a, a genre of music that he was the only person that could do it in that manner. Now, I've heard other ways of, uh, of things that was close to it because he, of course, he pulled his inspirations from Parliament Funkadelics and other groups like them. Uh, but Rick James, Rick James was that man. And people people like to say they bring up Super Freak all the time. I'm like, bro, like uh, Ebony Eyes is, is, is probably my favorite song he's ever done, to be completely honest. With fire and desire being a close second. Um, that being said, Tina Marie, Tina Marie was in the 80s like a motherfucker. Shit, she out there dropping smash shits left and right. That Rick James coined like he he pretty, I think he wrote, if not some, if not all, of her first album, I believe. And that, that again, we go back to Rick James in the 80s. Um, Michael Jackson, I just I just uh, mentioned him a second ago, Michael Jackson. He was a beast in the 80s. You can't tell me that it wasn't a person on this damn planet that did not have that record thriller. Um he had songs, he he had hits that came from that record for many years after the fact. This was before bad even came out. You know what I'm saying? Like that that album thriller is probably is probably still number one like of all time when it comes to music in general. Um, Earth Wind and Fire. Um Man, Earth, Wind, and Fire's got records for days. They can I put them in the same category with Frankie, Frankie Beverly, and Maze uh, because that you can play those two groups in any barbecue or family uh, family gathering or of any type, and it, it everybody knows those songs. Everybody. I don't give a damn what year they born. They know them songs. Because that's what we did as black people. We took them songs in and they became staples in our communities. They they became just must-plays at any family black gathering. They were must-plays. Um, who else? Uh, man, it's it's just God, it's just so many. Um I was just listening to one of my favorite records the other day from uh the the track is called Rumor. Um uh it no, it's actually rumors with the Nets. But I think it's from a glue a group called uh uh club n- club n- club nover n- I can't remember the name of the group whatever but I love the song though I love the song when you hear the song it's you it's the eighties guarantee you hear the synthesizers in that motherfucker you hear the the drum pattern you hear everything that reminds you of the fucking eighties it's the eighties and I love that fucking song God oh, I love that song um uh, I was just listening to Charlamagne this morning as a matter of fact. I love Shalimar. I I, I mean, I I could just go on and on and on about the 80s so much, about so many different types of music. Um, And and a lot of my my love for music not only comes from hearing it growing up, but it comes from seeing different TV shows and movies. Um, the, uh, The group called Scandal from the 80s. And I think the they, they had a song, they had a song with uh man, her name is uh I think her name is Patty Smythe. Um, but um the song is called Warrior. I love that song. That is so 80s. I actually have that song on my rock band. Like I bought my wife rock band for. She plays the shit out of that. Any motherfucker who said they bad as hell, they can get down a rock band. I put money on my wife, she'll smoke your ass. But that's another subject. Um I love that song, Warrior. I, oh, I love that song. It's just such a joy every time I hear that song, man. I, I crank it every time. Um, it's, it's the, um, the, I, the, one of my favorite movies from the eighties is actually Weird Science. Um, I, I can sit down and watch Weird Science all day long. Um, I mean, this ain't the movie side or the TV show side of the eighties that I want to talk about, but Weird Science did it for me. Um, also he, um, I can go into more detail on, on the movie side and TV show stuff later. But the soundtrack, The Weird Science, that was dope. I listened to the songs from that movie to this day. Uh The Breakfast Club, same deal. The one song that was played in that movie was played by um man, what was that group? I got I I cannot remember the name of that group. But if if you listen to if you if you if you've seen The Breakfast Club, you know what move on what song I'm talking about because they played it every like at the beginning of the movie, they played it at the end um the, it, it the song when it comes on I like I said I'm not singing the damn song because I can't sing but um I I know that every time I hear this song um it 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 just it it takes me back to this movie um the I, I think the song is called don't forget about me but um the group the group I can't remember the name I can't remember the name of the group it might have been called like simple simple minds I believe I can't I, I can't remember, but the song is, it's, oh my lord, I love, I love it, I love it. Not to mention that the movie came out in the year that I was born, 1985, all day long rapping that shit, but yes, The Breakfast Club was just another one of those movies that just absolutely did it for me, and when I hear, hear the music that came from that movie, I autom- it takes me back to that. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop, that's another movie that i love dearly close to my heart and when i hear the music from that movie it takes me back to the 80s it takes me back to that zone i can never differentiate the two if i hear that song it's because I it, I hear that song. It takes me back to that movie. If I see the name of that movie, it takes me to those songs. They are all one and the same. One and like it's it's just my love for the eighties. It just runs so deep, y'all. Yeah, I gotta see. I mean, I'm sorry. It sounds like I'm fanboying the hell out right now. I kind of am, but like I said, I love the eighties because the eighties is the shit. I love it. Um, now for me, if if I had the chance to. Let's say if I had the chance to, I'm not going to even say a time machine. Uh, I only say a time machine if some of these artists are dead. For the ones that are not, who would I pay to go see? Off the top of my head, I'm going to tell you right now. If I ever had a chance to go and see this artist live, I would go. And her name is Evelyn Champagne King. Oh my God, that lady knows she can sing. Man, her first hit record. They hit the charts. I don't think she was. She wasn't even eighteen years old, and her voice was so big. Oh my lord! I ain't, I, I I still have yet to run into a, a female artist whose voice was so big, and, and and at a at a young age, it's like her voice was absolutely just completely developed for music, and it's it oh is it. Oh man, I love that song. Love come down. God, oh, love. <laughs> I want to hear it right now. I want to play it, but I can't. I will play it. After I'm done. But yes, I would definitely see to see. Uh, definitely pay to see Evelyn Champagne perform. Yes. Um, out of the 80s, who else? Um, if I could see Michael Jackson, if he was alive, and I hate the fact that I never got a chance to see him live, I would have loved to see Michael Jackson live. Uh, Prince. Prince is another artist that I love from, from that 80s time period who still was making hit records after the fact. If I could have ever seen Prince, that would have been great too. Um, that, they actually have uh, Purple Rain um, like tributes, um, I think, in Biloxi, Mississippi. I think they do them all the time at like, the Bow Revives or something like that. But I would love to go and see one of those just to see uh, how they would play out. It sucks that he's not here no more, and uh, it sucks that Mike's not here no more. But I would love to go and see those guys live. Um, I would love to go and see the whispers perform Rocksteady. Um, I also would love to I would love to see uh, uh I would love to see uh Bon Jovi. That's another one. Bon Jovi's been making music for years, huh? I think he's a fucking vampire. Um why <laughs> at this point I think he's a fucking vampire. I would love to see him perform some music live. Um Man, it's just so, it's, it's it's just so many, man. It's just so many. I, I know a lot of people out there when y'all hear this, y'all can relate when it comes to music of the 80s because it's just so many artists and so many groups. I would love to see Cameo. Um, I've seen Cameo um, do performances on TV in the later years. Um, Of course, they're much older now. I think one of them is in bad health, if I'm not mistaken. But. Um, for the most part, they still get on stage and they still get down. You know what I'm saying? They do what they do and it is what it is. Yeah, you know I mean, they gonna forever be cameo and ain't, ain't no running from it. So they gonna get up there and and just in it like the the lead singer of uh, cameo or the lead man, the front man, whatever you wanna call him. Um, he used to always wear this fucking this crotch thing that was red, like whatever the fuck it was, it was red and the motherfucker. Well, he would wear like fishnets and shit like that, but he would always wear his crotch piece. It kind of remind you of the crotch piece from um, from uh, from Dust to Dawn, except without the gun. <laughs> but and it was red. He and to this day, to my understanding, you know the last performance that they did live or whatnot, and he was there. He wore that motherfucker. So <laughs> he go, you know, they go do what they do, man. But I, I love the eighties, man, and I'm 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 just so hooked to it, man. Any chance I get, I listen to stuff from the eighties. I watch movies from the eighties all the time. Um, I think, um, matter, matter of fact, tonight, um, I might watch Fast Times from Richmond High. Um, and then later this month in the month of March, um, the, um, it'll be 20 something years, I believe. No, uh-uh, I'm wrong. I'm thinking about another movie. Um, completely off on that. We're going to roll it back real quick. This is what it is. Um, uh, the last dragon came out in 1985. That anniversary of that movie is this month, which makes it thirty six years. So I'm probably gonna watch that shit tonight, or maybe on the anniversary when it, which is later this month. uh but I'm rambling a little bit, man. Let me go and get the hell off here, man. I gotta move on to the next project. But I thank y'all for listening. I thank y'all for sticking around and being patient with me. Please, please, if you have any questions for me, if you wanna hit me up, please follow me on Instagram at bchuck thirty eighty five. You can hit me up on Twitter at Into Your Podcast. Uh hit me send me emails if you need to at uh, Gemini2X2X at Hotmail.com. or you can email me at T A I G 2x at gmail.com as well. If y'all have any questions, any requests, anything y'all just want to hit me up or just want to talk, whatever it is, say hi. Stop by and say hi. So until the next one man, y'all take it easy. Peace. Yo, what up? This your boy B Chuck. I'm here to give it to you straight no chase. And none of that half bait. But if you need something to chew on, I got that grade A steak. This is NCO Podcast.